0: thank you for tuning in to the Tribe of Christians broadcast. I'm your host, founder, and ministry leader, Brandon Dawson. Now, I have got a full, explosive prophetic message for the year 2023 where I'm going to reveal to you some of the major, incredible prophetic mysteries that the Lord has revealed to me concerning this coming new year for 2023. Now, every year, I usually release two annual prophetic messages. Now, the first one I usually release a few months prior to the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah, which occurs in September, and it focuses on the Hebrew calendar in the Jewish Hebrew alphabet. Now, the second message I release just prior to the Gentile New Year, which occurs in January 1st, where I focus on the Gregorian calendar and what the Lord God has revealed to me concerning that coming New Year. Now, if you have not seen my teaching on the Jewish New Year for 5783 yet, I would highly recommend that you guys check it out. Now, I'm going to briefly, just very briefly, touch on some of that information in this video, but nowhere near in depth uh, what I covered in that specific prior video. So, I'll be sure to include the uh, links in the About section and in the Comment section below so that you guys can watch it later if you have not seen it yet. Now, the Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes one nine that What has been done will be again, and what has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. And so what that means is that not only will you find history repeating itself, but there are examples throughout history and throughout the Bible where the same sins were repeated and the same consequences have always occurred. Numbers and dates in themselves generally don't mean a whole lot, but sometimes you can find what is called prophetic patterns that have occurred in the Bible and throughout history, which can give you some context into a particular number that correlates with that year. Now, for example, the number seven first appears in the Bible concerning the creation week, which on the seventh day, which is also the very last and final day of the week, in which God rested and anointed the seventh day as holy. Now, this is also one of the very few instances where you see God actually anointing something that is last as holy, where in other instances, the first of all things are genuinely anointed and given to the Lord. Every firstborn of livestock every first every first offering of the the grains and the fruits were anointed and given to the Lord is an offering The first 10% of income or a harvest is given to the Lord as holy. The firstborn male was anointed and given unto the Lord, usually for service. However, in this case, very rarely do you see something that is last, which is set aside to the Lord. And so when you see the number seven, it represents not only something as being last or complete, but also as holy. Now, as I mentioned before, not every number that correlates with the year means something or has a significant message. You've got to take a step back and you've got to look at the context of everything that is occurring. You've got to look at everything that has happened in the past. You've got to take a look at prophetic patterns that have happened in the Bible. And you have to seek understanding and the revelation from the Spirit in order to really determine if there does, in fact, occur a pattern. So we're going to take a look at the number 23 and the number 3 specifically concerning the year 2023 to see if there are any major biblical patterns uh, that are occurring right now that have happened before, taking into account the full entire context. Now before I get into the biblical prophetic significance of this number, there are actually six very interesting historical facts about this number that I'm going to point out to you first. There are a lot of historical references about this number that are associated with disorder, chaos, death, and birth, the theme of the beginning and ending of life. So point number one, Charles Darwin's Origin of Species was published in 1859. So if you take that date and you add it up, 1 plus 8 plus 5 plus 9, it equals the number 23. Now Charles Charles Darwin's theories contradict the Bible and they also contradict the theory in itself. And so you'll see this later on getting into prophetic patterns of this number that go back to time in itself, creation and prophecy. Now number two, point number two, two divided by three makes point 666 reoccurring. Now Revelation 13, 8 references the number 666 as the calculated number of the mark of the beast and right now we are already seeing the emergence emergence of financial and economic technology systems such as digital currencies and vaccine passports that are paving the way for this very mark of the beast system now number three the hermashima bomb was dropped at approximately 8 15 in the morning 8 plus 15 equals the number 23. Now, just recently, I published a prophetic dream I had concerning London, and I was told that an attack would occur in London on February 15th at 8 a.m. Now, if you haven't seen that video yet, check it out. I'll include the link in the about section below. Now, point number four, the terrorist attacks on America on 9-11, September 11, 2001 is also connected to the number 23. If you add the dates of 9-11 together, 9 plus 11 plus 2 plus 0 plus 0 plus 1 adds up to the number 23. Now, one of the most consistent things that I tell our listeners on this channel is that there are no such things as a coincidence with God in biblical prophecy. Now, point number five. The 23rd verse of the first chapter of Genesis brings the act of creation to a close while the 23rd chapter of the book of Genesis deals entirely with death, namely, specifically, Abraham's wife, Sarah. Now, as I mentioned before, you'll see this theme dealing with beginning and endings, dealing with time, when I get into the prophetic relevance of this number later. Now, the last point I'm going to make, point number six. Each parent contributes 23 chromosomes to the start of human life. The nuclei of cells in the human bodies have 46 chromosomes made out of 23 pairs. Egg and sperm cells in humans have 23 chromosomes which fuse and divide to create an embryo. So this is really important because we are living in a time and age where culture and society is trying to redefine the definitions of biology, of sex, and is one of the very main consistent themes of the end times, dealing with lawlessness, the signs that were... Also present over Sodom and Gomorrah and what the events occurred during the times of Enoch before God destroyed the earth by the flood. So now that we're going, now we're going to take a deeper look into the actual prophetic significance behind this number and what the God Lord God has revealed to me. Now the number three occurs numerously throughout the entire Bible. When you think in the number three, generally you think of the Holy Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. There are a lot of biblical reoccurrences with this number. Most well known of them is that Jesus rose from the grave on the third day, also being crucified at 3 p.m., which is the ninth hour of the day. But probably the most persistent pattern with the number three that almost nobody ever really talks about is prophecy dealing with time in itself. Revelation 1-4, concerning Jesus, says that Jesus is the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come. Okay, this is in reference to time, the present, the past, and the future. And again, Revelation 22-13, Jesus says, I'm the Alpha, the Omega, the First and the Last, the Beginning and the End. So in essence, we are in fact dealing with time, and we are dealing with prophecy, prophecy the past, the present, and the future. We are dealing with something that goes all the way back to its original beginning. We are dealing with its present standing. We are dealing with what is to become of it in the future. So in this aspect, the number three in the year 2023 is having to do with time and prophecy concerning the nations and specifically dealing with the United States, whom is considered the leader of the Gentile nations. We are dealing with the original purpose and foundation of the United States and also in the nations. We are dealing with their current, present context, and we are dealing with the future, the conclusion, the fulfillment of prophecy, the past, the present, and the future. Now, biblically speaking, all nations came from Abraham. All nations received their individual purposes, their boundaries, their influence from God and God alone. As the Bible says, Acts 17, 26 For one man he made all the nations, that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times and history and the boundaries of their lands. And so the purposes of all nations are also derived from Israel. Some of them to serve as elements of testing, while others to serve as a blessing. Now, in order to understand the future or the present, you have to understand the past, the beginning, the purpose, the original founding purpose of the that nation. Now, the United States has a very unique purpose that was given to it that no other nation on the face of the earth has ever received, and it serves a very significant sign in the end times. Because Israel initially rejected Jesus, the Lord God allowed for Israel to be scattered by the four empire beast systems, the Romans who also destroyed Jerusalem and the Second Jewish Temple being the fourth empire. Now Israel made God a fo- Israel made a foreigner out of God. So therefore, Matthew twenty one forty three, Jesus says to the people of Israel, "Therefore I tell you that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people who will produce its fruit." And that in fact happened. And so. Over the course of 2,000 years, what the Lord God did was absolute perfect justice. He took a people who were rejected from all over the world, people who were persecuted, people who were enslaved, people who were the least in their nations, and he reformed a new nation, and he called it America. And it was through the nation of those rejected and persecuted people from all over the world that God literally rebirthed Israel. Only God can do something like that. That is absolutely just profound. Isaiah 61.6 also prophesied that when God restores Israel, that they would feed on the wealth of nations, and in their riches you will boast. And so in 1948, after the Holocaust and World War II, President Harry Truman became the first president, and our nation became the first nation to not only acknowledge the sovereignty of the state of Israel, But he also gave Israel the money it needed to rebuild, uh, fulfilling Isaiah's prophecy in Isaiah 61.6. So that is the beginning foundation of the United States. That is what what its purpose was and what its purpose has been. For the sole purpose of building the kingdom of God, for spreading the gospel, and to reestablish the nation of Israel. Now that we understand that we are dealing with time, dealing with prophecy, now that we understand our purpose and where the nations came from and their purposes, we can move on concerning the future. The number 23 in the year 2023 is not a well familiar number in the Bible, in biblical prophecy. There's not a whole lot about it. But there is still one very specific prophetic pattern that has in fact occurred in the Bible concerning that number And it has an alarming, very alarming similarity to our current context and our present situation, what may occur in the future in this coming year. One of the most evil women to ever be mentioned in the Bible is Jezebel. In fact, she is mentioned exactly 23 times in the Bible. In 922 BC, the nation of Israel was torn into two nations. Israel to the north, and Judah to the south. Israel was in constant confrontation between the 12 tribes, which made Israel more susceptible to invasions. Phoenicia was located to Israel's north, and on the whole was just the opposite, cosmopolitan, populous, and religious diverse. Just like in today's present time, there is this theme of this cultural Babylonian cosmopolitan influence concerning Jezebel in Israel's idolatry, and it's the very same exact theme, and the very same system that creates this mystery Babylonian system of the beasts. And so, you'll see this, and it's very important to pay attention to it. At the beginning of the ninth century, a Phoenician princess named Jezebel was born, the daughter of King Ethbal. Now, we've talked a lot about the Phoenicians in previous videos, so there's a lot of history behind this concerning the end times. The Bible does not describe Jezebel's childhood, but from uh, deductive reasoning, it is assumed that she lived in a fine home and was educated by the best tutors. Uh, The Phoenicians were also very wealthy people and were on the very last cities that were actually able to withstand many attacks of the various empires and they lasted all the way to the very end, uh, which they were finally destroyed by the Roman Empire. The Phoenicians worshipped many gods, which the most prominent of them was Baal, having to deal with child sacrifice to worship the sun, and believed that Baal was the one who provided rain and fertility as well. Baal is a consistent idolatry issue right now concerning the nations in the United States. Now, while Jezebel was growing into a woman, Israel crowned a new king, and to create an alliance with Israel, the king arranged for his son Ahab to wed Jezebel. Their marriage cemented a political alliance, but it was a dramatic event for the young woman. And so, after enjoying a luxurious life, Jezebel was suddenly taken into a very different type of society, which uh, made which she was made to oversee it. Now, before I get further into this, it's really important for the, uh, for the context that you guys understand the very significance of who these Phoenician people were, who they are today, and their very role in the seven-year tribulation period, because this plays a major, huge, significant role in the end times concerning Mystery Babylon, the prostitute that is seen riding the beast, and has a lot to do with the seven-year peace treaty that is signed between Israel and the Palestinians. Now, at that time, The two main principal cities of Phoenician were the cities of Tyre and Sidon, which were under the Assyrian Empire. The city of Tyre is most well known from the passages of Ezekiel 28 concerning the king of Tyre, who is described having this antichrist-like spirit. The king of Tyre proclaimed himself to be literally a god. Now, Tyre is also the city that produced a very rare and famous dye, which was A red, scarlet, and purple dye is used exclusively only for royalty and nobles. The Bible in Revelation 17 describes this prostitute mystery Babylon wearing a scarlet and red clothing. So this is where it actually comes from, from the Phoenicians from the city of Tyre. Now this is where the financial system of the beast will come from. And if you look at what is happening, the U.S. Uh, just recently launched even a 12-week trial into establishing a digital dollar currency. So, it is happening. Now, when the Romans finally conquered Tyre and Sidon, the Phoenicians immigrated into the northern coast, coastal parts of Turkey, Mesopotamia, Egypt, France, and Italy. Now, the king of Tyre had a daughter, whom was named Europa. Over time the Phoenician people began to call those areas of land the continent of Europe which was the name which was named after Europa the Phoenician the daughter of the Phoenician king of Tyre. Now from the Phoenicians came Europe, from Europe also came the United States and the United States came New York City which I believe is the epicenter of this mystery Babylon along with London. Now Jezebel eventually became Israel's queen. She continued to worship Baal, and in doing so, she brought judgment upon her and on the nation. Jezebel then brought into Israel over 800 Baal prophets in order the murder, murdering and the slaying of the Lord's prophets. Now, at this event, this is when Elijah is then called by the Lord to confront this evil. So, in addition to slaying the prophets of Baal, Elijah also cursed the land with drought and famine. Now, if you look at today at what is happening at the very epicenter of this woke agenda, you have all of these companies who are, in fact, going bankrupt and losing millions of dollars in consequence, not only just in the United States, but also across the entire world. There are major economic and financial calamities that are occurring and that are going to come. We have massive high inflation occurring. We have Major supply uh, shortages occurring. There are problems with worker shortages. And now we are experiencing massive interest rate hikes followed by massive layoffs in the housing, banking, the tech industries all over the world. And many experts have even warned and said that we haven't even begun to see the beginning of this yet. Now, what does Jezebel have to do with 2023 aside from her name being mentioned 23 times in the Bible? Now, the United States just had a major midterm congressional election where the GOP Republicans will officially take over the majority control of the U.S. House of Representatives in January. With this, Republicans will not only have subpoena power, they'll be able to launch uh, numerous investigations, as many as they want, especially into the president. If they deem necessary, they can also launch impeachments. And although the Democrats hold the majority in the U.S. Senate, it's only by one, a very slim majority. So there is a very uh, good chance that if Joe Biden is in fact impeached, there may be some Democrats or independents who are willing to vote uh, in the Senate in favor to actually impeach Biden. In doing this, Biden will most likely resign. And when this happens, Kamala Harris will then become president. Now, our ministry has put forward several prophetic uh, words concerning Commonwealth Harris. And we are one of the very few ministries to actually get the 2020 elections correct. So, listen to this. Now, just recently, we had a blood moon on the morning of that election, November 7th. We also had a blood moon on May 15th, which they called the Flower Blood Moon. May's blood moon occurred in the middle of the constellation of Libra. That constellation represents the Scales of Justice. Kamala Harris was born October 20th, 1964, which makes her officially a Libra. Now, the name Kamala comes from the Hindu Sanskrit, which means lotus flower. The lotus flower is a red water lily. May fifteenth blood moon was also called the flower blood moon. Now, I did an entire prophetic message on those blood moons. If you haven't seen them yet, I'll also link the link to that in the About section, which I would highly recommend that you guys check out. So what this means, I believe this is a warning concerning Kamala Harris, a warning concerning idolatry. Uh, this is a warning concerning uh, the feministic movements and the woke movements. And this is a warning to believers of coming persecution. If Congress follows through on their threats to impeach Biden, Kamala Harris will become president. When this happens, I believe that she'll possess the very same spirit that possessed Jezebel, having this anti-Christ and anti-Israel-like spirit. And when this happens, I believe judgment, famine, calamity, and all these other things are going to fall upon the nation like it has never been seen before. And this very well could happen this coming year, 2023, and it can happen very quickly. However... I believe when this occurs, the spirit that was with and upon Elijah will also come again upon those and will call them out to battle just as Elijah was called out as well. So there's going to come a time of great persecution against Christians in which the spirit will move to take a stand. Now I believe... We will see horrific things happening in the Justice Department. We're going to see horrific things happening in our public school systems. We're going to see things happening that are literally going to shake the nation. But when it does, there's going to be some of us, some of us that are going to be called to take a stand. We're going to see a massive fight occurring concerning feminism, the LGBT. We're going to see massive fights concerning the woke agendas. We're going to see renewed fights concerning abortion. Everything that we uh, that was present concerning the idolatry of Baal, we're going to see it again. But I believe that these things that are coming are not meant to destroy the nation, but rather, like Israel, they are destined to lead it back to its original founding purpose, the foundation, and that is to spread the gospel message in the kingdom of God. Now, the Bible tells us that when God's judgments are in the earth, its people learn righteousness. So I believe there is coming some testing, some troublous times ahead, and it's going to really put our faith to the test like we have never seen before, greater than 2020. But for those who place their faith in Christ, those who do not sway to the left or to the right, who remain obedient to Jesus and his word, they're going to see the miraculous moves of God just as they did when Elijah was present. So guys, that's going to conclude this message. If you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, feedback, please feel free to comment below or just send me a message. Also, don't forget to subscribe to receive further great teachings just like this one on our website, on our podcast, or our YouTube channels. As always... Stay encouraged, keep running your race, keep fighting the good fight of faith, and never lose hope.